Good morning, everybody, and welcome. You're listening to Faith FM Network 87.6, 87.8, or 88, depending on where you are, right across the amazing country that we call home, otherwise known as Australia. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio. Uh, it, you are with Lyle and... Mon and Lyle, I'm not even going to ask you what you're grateful for because I know what you're grateful for because I bet you are grateful for the same thing that I'm grateful for this morning and that is we get a free breakfast after the show. We're so excited, but we can't have breakfast until after the show. We usually eat beforehand and I know you're starving hungry because you sent me a text saying how hungry Mon, you were. You're just breaking my heart right now. You're absolutely... You know why? Why? We're not having free breakfast after the show. Why? What? Huh? huh? This is a delayed broadcast. I we know. had that yesterday. We don't I get know. it two days in a row. I know. Only today. But but we have to we have to make a sound. You know, like it flows because. Oh, I'm, oh that's right. Yeah, okay, so we're gonna pretend like it's not the delayed yeah, let's broadcast. Just, let's keep pretending for like another minute, and then we'll tell everyone that's not the delayed broadcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, so right, right. don't worry, Lyle. I got you back. I know you're starving, hungry because we have to make it through the whole show today without having breakfast. So I brought you. Dieter's tea. <laughs> Dieter's tea. Which is Why? a. Because I'm not having breakfast, so I'm fading away <laughs> to a shadow, and you're going to make me fade away. This is going to make me lose weight, so I'm going to fade away to a, a shadow of my former shadow. This is a tea that will suppress your appetite, apparently, like your hunger pains. It makes them go away. Yeah. And I'm, I'm boiling the kettle. In the mm-hmm. kitchen, uh-huh. and I'm going to force this upon everyone in the office so we all don't lose our minds. Okay, so for the record, this is the delayed, delayed broadcast. broadcast. And we already did this. We already had the tea, and we're now and just we tried dying it. for breakfast. And, 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 and having tried the tea, it tasted like... Yeah, don't tell them what it tastes like. Oh, okay, They'll that's why it's coming up on the show. Segment. Yeah, that's right. It's They'll coming up on the show, segment. what it tasted like. Yeah. But I am able to report on its success. Oh, that's as, good. As to whether or not it, uh, it did... Um, take away my appetite or not. And your hunger pains are gone? They went for about five minutes and now they're back again <laughs> in full force. <laughs> With a vengeance. With a vengeance. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you are listening to the late broadcast. We we finish the show and then we often, or every day, we have to re-record an introduction for you, for the delayed broadcast listeners. So it's a bit topsy-turvy. We do the beginning at the end. Um, but do you know what? Don't stress. You can actually join the live show because the live show is happening simultaneously. So much more fun. And it's so much more fun. You can listen to it in order. And there's two ways of doing it, both of them, super simple. Number one, go to our website, which is faithfm.com.au, and just press play on the live stream. And, of course, um, follow us on Instagram. Yes, follow us on Instagram because we often do live stream from there. So a lot of our interviews, we live stream and some Uh of the shenanigans that we get up to in between radio segments. And we give away extra clues for the quiz. And you can watch me trying tea for the first time. (laughs) Yes, and our producers. (laughs) And uh, and the other way that you can listen to our show live is on the TuneIn app. Just download the TuneIn app and press play. We'll see you on the live show. Amazing. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Just 
Jaden Levick with Amazing Grace here on Faith FM. Mon, do we have a quiz for the day? Oh, Mon's blowing her nose, as per usual. Yeah. I'm still being profuse. I <laughs> from my nose. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, so well, my hay fever is not so bad this morning, so I took some medication yesterday. So. Oh, good on you. Yeah. See, this so is hopefully, what hopefully I won't be joining you this morning. Yeah, I, I really hope no one joins me with my fluey aftermath. Um, see, this is what I mean, Lyle. See, the top of this pile is previous ones we've done before. Mm, just flip so, them over to the other side. But no, the other side's been done before. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Okay, you ready? Mm. This is a what creature am I quiz. Mm, Clue number one. What? <laughs> Stop that now. <laughs> a bear. A lizard. No, shh. Sh- There's a lizard in the news. You, you'd feel so terrible if you gave it away. <laughs> I would, wouldn't I? Yeah, which is your habit. <laughs> okay, clue number one. According to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 39, that's 1 Corinthians 15 39, if you've got your Bible there, men have one kind of flesh, animals another, and birds another, and I have another. Hmm. Okay, Mystified okay, look on Lyle's face, which I'm enjoying immensely, I must say. Mm. Did you want me to read it again? Yes, please. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 39, men have one kind of flesh, animals have another, and birds another, and I have another. So obviously... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I, I'd, I'd take a stab in the dark, but it would be a stab in the dark. Well, don't take any stabs on there. Tell me afterwards. Just you're right. <laughs> if you know right. the answer, give me a call. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text me 0491-064-669. And uh, we'll send you the prize, which today is a Soy and Eastern CD. Fantastic. Now, uh, Mon. Is your tea brewed? 
Oh, my tea is sitting here brewing and Mon gave me some cold water to put in the top because I always have my tea black to cool it down. But you never get the full flavour unless it steeps in the hottest water possible. See, when I make tea, I put the tea bag in first and then I pour. I, 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 wait, I stand there waiting for the kettle to the boil and mm-hmm. once it's boiling, my aim is to have the water still bubbling in the cup mm-hmm. or in the tea kettle. I'm a bit of a connoisseur of teas. Yeah, I was just about to say that um, word. And uh, have it still bubbling while it's actually going in there because that way you get the full infusion. And I'm the kind of person who leaves the tea bag in there or leaves the infuser in there for like ever. If I'm if I'm making iced tea, uh-huh. I, I'll make you know I'll make the thing pour, pour all the boiling water in, leave the uh, infuser in there all night, all night, all night, and then produce tea. And then the, the next day, put it in the fridge. Hey, yeah, I, get the, I, I like the full flavour. Totally black, unsweetened. That's how I drink my tea. So this is something you, you, you're just learning about us, dear listener, is that Lyle is a tea connoisseur. He likes the process, the method. And I'm also a herbal tea connoisseur, but I just like collecting different kinds of herbal teas. <laughs> I have a massive collection. <laughs> no, it's all about how you make it. And if you do it in the infuser, it tastes so different from a tea bag. Yeah, it's true. It, it, it's and, true. And, and in a kettle. I, you know, my favorite kind of tea is when you just but go, go it's out got, in the. Gotta be a porcelain kettle. Porcelain. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, I have absolutely. a copper kettle. Yeah. Well, it's lined. Enamel, it's enamel kettle. But I, my favorite tea is when you just walk out in the backyard, you pick the leaf straight off the bush, come back inside, and put some hot water on that thing. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, it does work. It does work. I've made um, what is it, lemongrass tea that way. Yeah, very nice, mm-hmm. very nice. Mm-hmm. I, like I tried growing lemongrass one time, and then it all died on me. All the other grass in my lawn was going fine, and my lemongrass died. Don't know why. Is it because lemongrass doesn't actually grow in Australia? Or is I it? Like an Asian I think thing? it was the frost. I think the frost. Oh, hit it. okay, yeah, yeah. Western Sydney. You, next time, you, next time you grow some successfully, try lemongrass with rose petals. That's delicious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so when are you going to try your tea? Are you going to try it now or no. try the end of this segment? Yes. Okay. Just let me zip some more because I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, you put cold water in yours. You're just going to taste bland and no, flavorless. I don't like hot stuff. I don't like hot temperature and I don't like hot spicy. So, yeah, but. I'm a lukewarm kind of chick. That's it. That's <laughs> I'm going to get spat out. Yeah. <laughs> there is a Bible verse about that Revelation chapter 3. That's not what it means. Okay, okay. Let me tell you about something super cute, Lyle. I'm a bit concerned because my computer has uh, failed to work this morning. I cannot get it to load, but have my phone on hand. Praise the Lord for phones. So guess what's happened in Germany? Um, I have no idea. It's not another, uh, you know, world war. Uh, thank goodness. Okay, so f- is this something that's happened for the first time in 15 years? Mm-hmm. Um, Frankfurt Zoo uh, has given birth to lions, and not just any little lions. The but zoo, triplets. the zoo gave yeah, birth to lions. The lioness at the zoo. Her okay, name's all right. Yeah. Serena, Serena. <laughs> it's their first lion birth in 15 years, and so um, they gave birth to triplets, and uh, they are so cute. Um, I'm gonna put some pictures up on our on our uh, Facebook and our Instagram. But look at those so cute lions. <laughs> the little lion they are. Faces. They are absolutely adorable. How old are they? Well, they were born, uh, but they're about a month old about now. A month old. Yeah, and they weren't. So they haven't really announced it now because they wanted to make sure that they stay alive. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and you know they wanted to make sure they're gonna make it through, and then they, they weren't open to the public either yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've just made their first appearance um, yesterday. Oh wow! So, yeah, so they came out into the public enclosure, and um, but they haven't been named yet because you know usually the public gets involved with the naming, and you know people vote, and there's a bit of a competition and suggestions. So I think we should come up with some lion names. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call, and uh, you're German, so you can submit it, right? I know. I know. I've got clout. 
Absolutely. I've got a German passport. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So call us on 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. We have three... Uh, German lion cubs here to name. Yep, and two the of them. Frankfurt Zoo. Two of them are male, and one of them is female. Um, and the mother's name is Zarina, and the father's name is Kuma. Okay. Yeah, and they're and, Asian. And Frankfurt's uh, something that you eat. Made out of meat, right? <laughs> Frankfurter. Yeah, that's a kind of sausage. <laughs> so maybe you could do something there, you because know, lions, lions like to eat that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Meat. They like to eat We meat. should see how humorous we could make this because I'm sure the Germans just wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call one snag. <laughs> <laughs> I think time has come, Lyle. For, oh, uh, no, no, I've got to let it steep a little bit longer. No, I think, it's, I think we have to do it because otherwise no, we're right, out of right. time. No, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's still too hot. So I bought you cold water. No, 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 no. You're not such a fancy. I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll do it at the beginning of the next section. The beginning of the next section. Beginning of the next section. Oh, by the way, give us a call and see if you can guess what is in our tea, our our dieter's tea. We have we're being taken out for breakfast this morning. And uh, after the show, and uh, we're raving hungry because we have to wait now. <laughs> we usually eat before the show. By the way, I'm not complaining about going out to breakfast. I should get this. I should make sure this clear. I'm super thankful that uh, our boss has been yes, super generous and yes. is taking us out to breakfast. Okay, speaking of food, Lyle, this I mean, and this is a bit surprising because you and, and I. And, and I should say, I could have chosen to have breakfast and then gone out later. And had the, the reason that the, that's right. But the reason that I'm hanging out and not having breakfast is my own personal choice mm-hmm. because that way I get to eat more when I. Uh, <laughs> Actually, do you know what they said? That might be a myth. They say that if you if you're coming up to a big meal, you know how people skip meals ahead of time to like really pig out at, at one particular meal. Yeah. Apparently, it doesn't actually work in reverse. But if I have breakfast now, then I won't feel like eating. Yeah, anything it's, too it's too close it's together. Too close together. And also, yeah. we're not um, elves. So, okay, California, right? Elves. What does elves have to do with? Anything? People know. My listener, some of my listeners will know what I mean by second breakfast. Okay. So California, right, has become the first state to feed chronically ill patients with specially prescribed meals. Okay. Wouldn't you think, though, that that's like been, you know... I thought that was a given. Yeah, you thought that was a norm, right? But it's not. It's absolutely not. They prescribed meds, but they're not prescribed a particular diet. So yeah, because when you go to hospital, you get fed absolute Green jelly garbage. and... Yeah, absolutely. Like garbage, like stuff that I would never eat at home. You know, even even I put down I'm a vegetarian, they give me vegetarian food, but it's rubbish. It's mm-hmm. like full of it's full of everything to smash your immune system. And I'm i I'm, I'm yeah. It's astounding. It's I've, astounding. I've, I spent a week in hospital served. many, many years ago. Uh-huh. And I was there for an operation. Um Is this why you don't like hospitals? <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody likes hospitals. But um <clears throat> not 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 staying in them anyway. Not exactly a hotel. But yeah, I was there for a week and the food that they fed me, it was like starvation rations. It was so low on any kind of nutrients. Um, it's like, how do you even survive on that? And uh, yeah, it was just, if, I'm thinking you've got to be joking. I'm well, California has well. become the first state to launch a pilot program that will treat low income and at risk Medicaid patients with specially tailored meals that are proven to offer relief from chronic illnesses and diseases, which is funny because you know what? 
God's been doing that for years. Yeah, exactly. From the dawn of time, he's had a prescribed diet that'll save you from chronic illnesses and diseases. <laughs> That's right. So this is called the medicine. A plant-based diet and the diabetes is gone and yeah, heart disease exactly. is basically gone and cancer God's is cut got the by jump on them. three quarters. And, <laughs> and this is funny because this is called the food is medicine. It's a three-year program. Do you know what? If you follow God's plan, you could have relief tomorrow from a lot of symptoms. So give us a call if you want some more information about health. We have some great study programs that you can do. They're all free. But this is Jeremy Camp. In the morning, when I rise In the morning, when I rise In the morning, when I rise Give me Jesus Give me Jesus
That was Jeremy Camp with Give Me Jesus here on Faith FM. Do we have another clue for our quiz? Mon? We do. What, what is our second creature clue? am I? I came into existence on the fifth day of creation. Okay, so my first guess was now wrong. But like everything <laughs> came in, all the, all the creatures came into existence on the fifth day. It's not even a 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. If you know the answer, you will win the prize. It's like Give a, me billion, a, call. a billion different options right there. It's such a lame clue. Oh, I'm so happy you don't know what it is. That's just disgraceful. <laughs> okay, so uh, in today's news, we have uh, the Roman Catholic Church. Has been the has just become the first non-government uh, organisation in Australia to sign up to the National uh, Redress Scheme for Victims of Child Sex Abuse, which is a really, really good thing, a very, very positive thing. It's good to see the Catholic Church coming out on the front foot here. Mm-hmm. And setting the example for everybody else, they're expecting that following in the wake of that, probably the Salvos and the Scouts will uh, sign up today. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that will happen. I've been in contact with our church and uh, haven't had a reply yet as to whether we will be signing up, but I certainly hope that we do. I think this is a very positive thing that uh, needs to take place. I must add that we have a um, an independent redress officer who is not obviously not a part of our church, mm-hmm. um, who is employed, you know, um, independently to uh, to um, to take care of redress for the Adventist Church. But, um, yeah, yet to find out exactly what's going to happen there. I haven't been able to get comment yet because it is early in the morning. and uh, But it would certainly be something that would be good to, to see take place. So what exactly is the redress scheme? Okay, so it's a scheme to provide um, financial support and counselling for victims of child sex abuse. Yeah, good. Uh, so you've got counselling up to $150,000 um, in compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, all Australian states except Western Australia have joined up so far. So it's a it's a voluntary thing. You can opt in or opt out. Mm-hmm. So, so far, all Australian states and territories except Western Australia have joined and the Roman Catholic Church has joined. Okay. So, so the Roman Catholic Church is the first, you know, not government kind of thing that has uh, joined up, which mm-hmm. is a really good thing. It's, it's um, you know, I'm, I'm, I tend to be hard on the Catholic Church, particularly when it comes to child sex abuse mm-hmm. and unapologetically unapolog- so, but this morning I'm unapologetically supportive of the Catholic Church and the position that they are taking, um, taking the front foot, setting the example for everybody else. We should have been us, not them, but hey, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is, this, is, this is what we need to see in our, happening in our world. Yeah, I mean, I think that they should be forced, all churches should be forced to join the redress scheme. I don't think they should have a choice, to be yeah, honest. Well, uh, we do live in a uh, free country, so um, yeah. But anyway, that's the way it's at the moment. But that is good news. It is very, very good news. Praise the Lord for that. Yes, indeed it is. And uh, super, super glad to see it. It does worry me. There's one thing that does worry me as a, uh, as a church pastor myself. Mm-hmm. The question that goes through my mind is what danger does this place us in as ministers mm-hmm. you know are there people out there who get dollar signs in front of their eyes and decide to make a false accusation hoping that they'll get one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars out of it um and uh, of course when an accusation is made then there's a whole process that goes through which is very very stressful mm-hmm. um and of course if they're going to get that money there has to be a conviction mm. and so it does it does worry me to a certain extent but at the same time it puts all ministers on notice mm-hmm. never to be alone with children ever. Yeah. You know, yeah. just 
just never ever that's just you know uh, and provided you've you're not alone with children there are other adults present at all times mm-hmm. um, stay safe mm-hmm. yeah and that's just the world in which we live today 50 years ago that world did not exist but now it does yes yeah, and we're doing it's sad but it's necessary and we're doing something about it so it's good to see that we're doing something about it amen yeah I have I've actually I've actually read a few um, uh, cases where they've had like a false accusation mm. and um and I just have the I have so little sympathy for people who make those false accusations because it's just it's just something that it destroys a person's yeah it destroys uh, a person's life yeah it destroys their reputation their character oh it's horrifying I mean it's horrifying when it does happen for real but you know when it's a f- fake event I don't know it's just mm. accusing someone of that is a terrible thing to do but it is true it, it is better for us to have these measures in place than to not have them so yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The other big story, of course, in the news right now is the banks. Mm. And complaints are up by 20%, but self-reporting is up by 40%. Self-reporting? Self-reporting is up by 40%. Surprise, surprise. There is a royal commission happening right now into banks. And guess what? Suddenly, they have found all kinds of things to report on themselves yeah. that they had never found before. Yeah. I've heard some of these are our, these are our these are our tried and trusted banks. Uh huh. That uh, what do you mean trusted? Tri- tri- that have been trusted <laughs> and are about to be tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and found wanting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Yeah. When it comes to banks, I think that one of the reasons why we have never really addressed this properly in Australia is because we look at them a little bit like politicians. Mm-hmm. You know how a poli- how you know yeah. when a politician is lying. When they're talking, when their lips are moving, you yeah, know how yeah. a bank is when it, how a bank is ripping you off. How whenever they have any of your money, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever you walk through the door, uh-huh. um, and so I think we've just always taken it for granted that politicians lie and banks rip you off. Yeah, but something's actually been done about it, and that's a really positive thing. And um, <clears throat> the uh, um, yes, so but it does sort of make you wonder whether you should put putting your money in Sanders Bank instead. Instead, do you know what I think? It might be a much better idea. I mean, I heard. Do you know where Santa's Bank is? Is it in uh, North Pole? It's in the snowbank. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you've heard, but it doesn't really snow much in Australia. (laughs) 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 Have to get like a. Uh, You read the guy that walked into the bank and wanted to borrow two thousand dollars? No. And and the guy's like, "Yeah, sure. You you got any collateral?" He's like, "Yeah, I've got a Rolls Royce parked outside." It's like, no worries, hand him $2,000. He hands over the keys. The banker goes and gets the rolls and, and uh, drives it into you know, the vault, the secure parking underneath the bank. Uh-huh. And uh, two weeks later, the, the guy walks back in and, and uh, hands over $2,000 and $10 interest. Oh. And uh, the banker hands the keys back over and, and it's just, oh, I've got one curious question. You know, somebody who owns a rolls, um, why do you need to borrow $2,000? He's like, I don't need to borrow two thousand dollars. I'm going to Europe for a week and needed somewhere to secure to secure to park my car. And where can I get that for ten dollars? <laughs> That's clever. Because I mean, parking in Sydney is abominably expensive. <laughs> okay, so I've got to read to you something from the Bible because if you are listening to all of this information about the banks and how they are just absolutely ripping us off and rorting us all over the place. Um, and you are wondering where is the best place to actually store your money. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a passage in the Bible that answers that question for you, and it says this in Matthew chapter six, and we'll start reading in verse. Um, let's start in verse nineteen. It says, "Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and rust corrupts and destroys, and where thieves break through and steal." 
And if you've ever had anything stolen, then you will understand what that is like. I've certainly had some things stolen at times and it's a very violating experience. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus says, look, don't lay up your treasure here. It uh, It's never going to last. Somebody's going to take it from you. You're going to die sooner or later. You're never going to end up with it. Um, and so, yeah. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where moths and rust don't corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal. Mon, if you put if you put money into the bank in heaven, can it be stolen? No. No, absolutely not. Best bank ever. Best bank ever. Best place to invest. I know I've certainly invested a lot of money there and I have never, ever regretted one moment of it. Now, Amen. I did promise something earlier. You're going to try some dieter's tea. Some dieter's tea. So this is supposed to take away... It says it, um, pangs, the box right? says a delicious herbal tea blend to enjoy while dieting. Simply enjoy a cup of dieters herbal tea when you feel tempted by forbidden foods to help keep those cravings at bay. I'm not tempted by forbidden foods. I'm <laughs> tempted by um, non-forbidden foods right now. I'm about to go out. Apparently, it can also kickstart your metabolism. Show, yeah, we're, we're right. waiting to have breakfast after right, the show. So, so let's give this a go. I've let it steep long enough now. Mm-hmm. How long has it been steeping for? About 20 oh, minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 25 that. minutes. It's been mm-hmm. steeping 25 minutes, so it should be good to go and it's cooled down a little bit. So let's give this a, let's give this a try. It's kind of a savoury tea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's almost salty. Almost, yeah. Yeah. What does it taste like to you? Because there's something that it tastes like to me distinctly. I can taste something really, really distinct in there and I just can't put my finger on it. It tastes like a... It tastes... I know, I've got it. I've got it. It tastes like a herb. (laughs) Well, to me, it tastes like celery. Celery, yeah, I can, I can, salty celery, yeah, yeah, I can, I can taste that. Well, the ingredients are dandelion leaf, fennel, and celery leaf. I can taste the fennel. That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, it was yeah. delicious. It's not no, bad, it's, is it's it? Very good. It's very good. Well, we're going to be back after this song, but we'll be back with Adele. She's going to be interviewing David Stoyjik. Um, Two part interview, very interesting. And of course, we'll be back after the eight o'clock news.
Welcome back to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. It's fantastic having you with us this morning. You've got Adele in the studio with you right now. And joining me is Pastor David Stoichich. Good morning. Welcome, David. <laughs> Thank you. So over the past couple of weeks, we've talked about the social aspect of our being, which has been really interesting and I've really enjoyed it. And particularly, we've looked at the issue of loneliness. That's right. um, and that has an impact on our health and well-being. It does. And so as social beings and ones who need to be healthy in a holistic sense, we need other people. And we've sort of started delving into that. That's right. And I think too, you know, listeners will remember that based on the research that you've shared, loneliness has been associated with a range of poor mental, physical and socioeconomic outcomes, including low self-esteem, suicide, depression, heart disease, poor physical health, just generally it's not good for you and it can affect our spiritual well-being as we discussed last time you were on every aspect of our being is Mm, it so 4d living really (laughs) so this morning you said that we're going to look at the other side of the coin so can loneliness cause people to be in relationships that aren't healthy for them perhaps or you know what are the characteristics of healthy relationships so people can look for the right path to go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, thank you, Dale. These are excellent questions and they're absolutely worthy uh, ones to reflect on and discuss. Uh, maybe just in a way of revision to mm-hmm. kind of remind ourselves. Uh, it has been a little while. Okay. <laughs> uh, as discussed previously, mm. loneliness is a result of an unmet need. Mm. Um, according to Hugh Mackay, uh, the, the social commentator, uh, very well known in mm. Australia, uh, loneliness is um, the mismatch between the relationships that we desire or wish we had and the reality we are currently living. So obviously something is missing mm. uh, because what we wish to have, we don't. We don't. Mm. And, and uh, as, as a dictionary, uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary uh, defines it, uh, long, loneliness is a state of sadness resulting from feeling isolated or cut off from, uh, from others. Mm. So, when it comes to our legitimate needs, such as the need to be in a relationship uh, with someone, either socially or romantically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like dating or marriage, Mm. uh, if people don't find the way to meet these needs in a healthy or constructive way, and they will try to meet these needs in the opposite and the unhealthy and destructive ways. So, so in order to meet their needs uh, to belong, because we all have this really need to Mm. belong. I think it's an innate human thing. It is, it is. Mm. uh, God inbuilt uh, Mm. in us this Desire to be connected. To be connected. Mm. Uh, so, so in order to meet their need to belong, some people get involved. And this is basically where the bridge is between what we were talking before mm. and, and what we are saying now. Uh, so to meet that, that need, uh, some people get involved with wrong people, which can lead, them, lead to, to, to crime, extremism of all wow. kinds, and to abusive relationships. So we need to understand what constitutes a healthy relationship. Huh, that's really interesting, actually, sort of starting to think about that. I guess you'd say that there are a lot of people who have been brought up in dysfunctional homes. That's right. And that's where we first learn how to relate to other people. So the question of what's a healthy relationship or what does a healthy relationship look like is actually really important to look at just from the get-go. That's right, from the very beginning. So this mm. could be a rather broad subject, really, to discuss. And and if okay, if okay with you, I would uh, like to narrow it down to the most basic 
of all the relationships. Well, this sounds uh, interesting. <laughs> so please do. <laughs> it's always okay. <laughs> and because of that relationship, that most basic relationship mm. between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. we are here today. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wouldn't have happened otherwise. <laughs> so so uh, if if they if these individuals that are in relationship understand what a healthy relationship is, they will more than likely model it mm-hmm. uh, to their children. So they will be able to recognize what makes relationship unhealthy mm-hmm. and resist it or seek help to fix it um, or get out of an unhealthy or abusive relationship. So that's where we need to start. Okay. start really. So really, you know, and sometimes we can learn what something is by defining what it isn't. That's correct. So, for example, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 13 tells us what love is and also what it isn't. And that, that's right. So it's, it's, it's uh, in that great chapter that extols love. Uh, he tells us uh, uh, what love is and what it isn't. Mm. So he kind of is... Uh, saying, um, it's like comparing and contrasting. That's, that's mm. exactly so. That's that kind of device. And he mm. says in First Corinthians thirteen, just uh, to read uh, a few verses. He, mm. says, he says, "Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't not. It doesn't envy. It doesn't mm. boast. It's not proud. It doesn't honor uh, dishonor others." It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Mm. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. So you see that that, mm. that contrast. Mm. I love how it says at the end in verse 8, love never fails. Never fails. I mean, you know, Shakespeare wrote about that, but I think the Bible's actually expressed it best. <laughs> so using these contrasts here... This, I think, really helps us understand what love is. So let's do the same this morning and contrast healthy and unhealthy relationships, maybe. That's that's a great uh, idea. Let's start with some of the characteristics of unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what healthy relationships are not. And there are many. Um, This is something very important to remember. Relationships that are not healthy are based on power and control, Hmm. not equality and respect. Uh, so in the early stages of an abusive relationship, uh, people may not think uh, the unhealthy behaviors are a big deal. Mm. Uh, and I feel that's the trap that a yeah, lot of people fall. Yeah, the red flags that you just ignore. That's right. So yeah. however, uh, possessiveness, insults, jealousy, yelling, humiliation, hmm. uh, sometimes physical abuse, pulling hair, pushing, uh, shoving, par- punching, uh, and all sorts of other uh, abusive behaviors ja- gradually uh, creep in. Hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, there is exertion of power and control, in hmm. essence, behind that. So you, you use the words early stages of an abusive relationship, and the people may not think that the unhealthy behaviors are a big deal. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I'm sure that there's some of our listeners out there who may be in that sort of situation, and what should they be watching for if they are? Okay, so, so what I'm going to say is, uh, Adele, there is that phrase, old phrase, which is there for a reason. Mm. It says that love is blind. and, yeah, and true. <laughs> at, at the early stage of an abusive relationship, people tend to overlook uh, some of the warning signs mm. uh, that unfortunately form patterns of behavior and become regular things mm-hmm. in their relationships. So... Uh, here are some some warning signs young women and young men should be watching for, mm-hmm. and indeed anyone who is getting involved in a relationship. So, let me just run uh, through run some through of a them. Mm. Uh, 
say checking, uh, for instance, if somebody is in a, in a relationship, mm. and this may be actually applying either to to new relationships, or old. but actually, mm. you know, people can change uh, long time relationships. Mm. So if somebody is checking, um, uh, you know, your mobile phone or email without permission, mm. if somebody is constantly putting you down. Uh, if somebody is extremely jealous or, or uh, you know, and insecure, mm. if somebody has explosive temper, uh, if somebody is trying to isolate you from from your family and friends, if somebody is making false accusations, mm. if somebody has mood swings, you know, and is physically hurting you, is possessive, mm. telling you constantly what to do, and it can also go into into pressuring or forcing, uh, you know, someone to have have sex. Mm. All of these things really are big red mm. flags. And if people have been in a long-term relationship, mm. financial abuse, uh, yes, uh, you know, yeah. somebody is controlling somebody, you mm. know, you can only spend, spend five, this much and uh, this two dollars a money day or something get, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, that, that's 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 a form of abuse. Mm. Then there could be religious or spiritual abuse. People can use religious excuses, which is terrible. Uh, using religion as a tool of suppression. Mm. You know, I'm the boss, so you do what I say because God says this. And that's it's like, right. Oh, so, no. so, and of course, uh, you know, we mentioned all this sexual abuse mm. so mm. you know what people should remember is that abuse is always a choice and they deserve to be respected mm. so there is no excuse for any abuse uh, or abuse of any kind mm. and i think that's the really important thing to remember that there isn't an excuse for it people that's who right. are abusers will make excuses for what they do that's but right it's not okay and I think we're going to have to go to a track. But after that, we're going to explore what people who are listening to the show can do if they find that they're in an abusive relationship or if they have a friend or family member who's stuck in a relationship that they're concerned about too. Anyway, you're listening to Faith FM. We're going to listen to a track and we'll be right back with more after this.
Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. You're listening to Faith FM. And just before we listen to that track, we were talking about what you can do if you realize that the relationship that you're in is unhealthy. So we've got Pastor David Stoichich in the studio with us this morning. So David, can you share some pointers and some tips? I would love to. So so here uh, is what, you know, if, if somebody is there uh, listening to this program and they realize what you've just shared, mm. that they are being controlled, that somebody is suppressive and oppressive, uh, they're being controlled, they, they have lesser power mm. in the relationship, there is no equality, there is no respect and love, mm. uh, there's a lot of selfishness and so on and so on. Here are some things that they should, should consider. Uh, number one, uh, and unfortunately we hear that in the news, is that actually a lot of, a lot of really harm happens to people in relationships. Mm. So number one is, you know, uh, it's important to think about your safety. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, also, are you safe in, in that relationship? Mm. Understanding that the, that the person can change, can only change if they want to. Mm. So, so, so going back to that, to that uh, um, issue of safety, you know, people, uh, people, if they go, say, for instance, if they can go and confide in a counselor or somebody, uh, they would run them through through a, a, a they would do a screening mm. with them. A screening is basically a little questionnaire, a little quiz. Yeah, they sort would of like a checklist. Of checklist. Mm. They would put them through, and, and 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 they would. Sometimes it's kind of a self awareness thing. Mm. We don't think about maybe we are being abused in our no, relationship because we get used to it. It's That's like right. the frog with the boiling water thing. That's right. So so mm. so, so you know. Uh, that question, am I safe? Am I mm. in a relationship where, where, where harm can happen to me? Mm. Um, that's a very important one. The, the, the second question maybe is, is because you've said that the person can only change if they want to change. Mm. Uh, the, this is a question. Does your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, partner, husband, wife, if they are showing the signs of, mm. of abuse and relationship is not safe, mm. you know, are they willing to change? Mm. Uh, you and know, not just do that thing of that cycle of abuse where they change for a little bit and then it comes back. Exa- that is a it's fantastic. Permanent change. That is a very, very important thing because mm. abuse happens in cycles. Mm. And, and people who are abusive, uh, they abuse and then they show genu- genuine regret. Yeah. Yeah. And they try for a little while. And then it just comes back. It builds up and they mm. go back into the, into the cycle of mm. violence. So, so... Are they really willing to change? Mm. Uh, if they're willing to change, they can go to, to for for some very focused counseling. Mm. And, and I would just like to encourage our listeners if they're in that situation, and if they're safe enough to mm. go for counseling. If they're not safe enough, they need really need to look at some exit exit, exit strategy, strategy mm. and see what they can do to actually. You know, safely uh, remove themselves safe, from remove, the situation. Re- remove, yeah. remove themselves from mm-hmm. harm. But if they are safe enough, but they're yet in an abusive relationship, they really need to give a very, very uh, uh, significant consideration. Mm. Or they need to seriously consider going for counseling, relationship mm. counseling. Uh, between 70 and 80% of people who actually, that's, that's what research says, mm. go for counseling if they go in time. Mm. Uh, uh, they, they, they can, can fix things. They can, they mm. can improve their relationships. Mm. So uh, that's, that's one thing. Uh, another thing is focus. If you are in an abusive relationship, um, it's not wrong to focus on your own needs. Mm. Uh, are, you, are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. Uh, your wellness is always important. Watch your stress levels. Take time to be with friends, get mm. enough sleep. Uh, and if you find that your relationship is constant, constantly draining, mm. then it's okay to consider mm. 
and if there is no uh, uh, op- opportunity to, to counsel, then and you're not safe, move away from. You it. know, you you really mm. need to consider exiting from that relationship. Mm. Uh, keep in touch with your support system. That is so important. Uh, and and that's unfortunately, as you said, when in abusive relationships. Uh, the partner who is abused they will try to cut the person off mm. from and it's a lot in, in most cases it's men mm. they will tr- try to cut off the, all the support from, from their wife yeah. or sometimes a boyfriend from uh, from girlfriend mm. you know a great girlfriend support and, and, and monopolize all the time mm. will not allow for uh, you know to her to go and have a time with, yeah. with her friends with her parents yeah. and so on and so on mm, and that is a big red flag like it you might think huge. it's romantic that someone wants to spend all the time with yeah. you and not have you with your friends but it's not that sounds very cynical anyway extremely big red flag mm. if somebody's actually preventing somebody from from seeing other people friends mm. especially good friends that they yeah. have been friends for, 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 for a long very time, long time. Mm. Uh, and and their family mm. that is a very very big red flag and mm. it's got to be it's got to be dealt with yeah and so i think you mentioned a little bit earlier too about you know breaking up that's it's right. not a bad thing that's that uh, sometimes can be the only safe option mm. if, if there is abuse happening you know I, I think it's very very important to to actually uh, um, and nothing else works. Mm. There is no counseling. Mm. Uh, but breaking up in a safe way. Yes. Uh, if somebody is breaking up uh, or decides to break up, uh, sometimes it may be safer to do it via email mm. or in a public, uh, public place. place. Yeah. Uh, because uh, because somebody can become violent, very, very violent. Mm. So it's important yeah. to to ensure that that one is safe, and that is one thing to consider. Yeah. Uh, for people who are afraid actually mm. to break up because of what could happen to them. Mm. They need to connect with their support group. Mm. They need to tell them what's going on mm-hmm. and they need to break break it up uh, in, in a way that is safe for them. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes that can involve getting the police involved as well. It can. It so can you, you're it looking can. at things like apprehended violence orders right. or domestic violence that's right. restraining orders. That's right. So that, these are very practical tips. As sad as it is to have to think about it, um, we're really hoping that there'll be useful to people out there who are maybe facing this or have friends who are facing this so just to contrast this and we don't have a whole heap of time left so i think we're going to have to explore this in a couple of issues a couple of episodes um but for the time being let's look at some characteristics of healthy relationships that's right the positives yeah. we need to end on good stuff so so the research shows that there are some very very uh, important characteristics of healthy relationships uh, healthy relationships have these things in common mm. they have healthy communication they have, they have healthy boundaries and then they have healthy relationship boosters huh. so three things to remember so whenever people have problems with relationships we do hear about communication issues being one of the big ones so what exactly do you mean when you were saying healthy communication well open honest and safe communication is a fundamental part of a healthy relationship um uh, the um first step to bu- to building a relationship is making sure you both understand each other's needs and expectations mm. That's very important. Uh, being on the same page is very important. And so that means uh, you have to talk to each other. And honestly, <laughs> you know, not telling your partner what honestly. you think that they want to hear or vice versa. Very much so. I think too, you know, we've, for some people talking comes naturally. That's and then for others, they're a bit more reticent and they struggle. But some are introverts, some are extroverts. And, you know, how do you match those up? Well, 
maybe in some of my previous um, uh, talks here uh, on the radio, I spoke about temperaments mm. and what you're saying mm. is spot on. Uh, some people are extroverts; uh, they wear their emotions, you know, their right hearts, on their, their sleeves. <laughs> but, but some people are very introverted, mm. and, and, and talking doesn't come easy to them. So, so communication is very, very important. Mm. Uh, sometimes to make things happen, we need to, to uh, step out of our comfort zone a little bit. Mm. But awareness is very, very important. The Bible says to communicate. Um, to do good and to communicate, forget not. For it's such sacrifices and it's a sacrifice. Mm. So you've got to sacrifice yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone. That's right. <laughs> God is well pleased. Mm. So I guess what we need to communicate, or what we need to understand is, you know, that while we're depending on words for communication, effective communication is more than just words. Absolutely. Uh, so here are some uh, communication tips that can help uh, people to create and maintain uh, healthy relationships. Mm. And I'm aware that time is pressing on, so but that's all good. Uh, let, me just, let me just rattle them off. So speak up, respect each other, compromise, be supportive, and respect each other's privacy. So when you, when you talk about speaking mm. up, uh, in a healthy relationship, if something is bothering you, as you said, it's best to talk about it mm. instead of holding it in. Mm. Uh, those who are not talkers need to learn to speak up mm. and it's interesting actually when it comes to this you know uh, situation you'll probably have to end here mm. <laughs> that Aaron Beck who is the father of the cognitive behavioral therapy the, the, the psychiatrist and Christine Padesky uh, suggested in, in one of their seminars that there are four problems leading to, to, to relationship stress mm. miscommunication which is kind of misuse of yeah, language. Yeah. Uh, misinterpretation, which is assuming or mind reading. Hmm. Misperception, where actually leaves a sock, somebody leaves a sock on the floor and is labeled like, like lazy. Yeah. And, and mismatch of expectations and reality. And this happens even before we step into relationship. Ooh, so we have to be really careful with our communication. That's right. Well, I think we're going to have to end it here, unfortunately. But next time you're on, I think we're going to have to talk a little bit more about that those... Boundaries and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. But also, too, I think just to talk a little bit more about those communication tips to That's help right. people do it better. Right. It's been wonderful having you with us again this morning, David. And if you've got any questions for David or anything you'd like to discuss, just connect with us um, on our Faith FM Facebook page. You can just find us by typing in Faith FM Radio. You should be able to find us. Or give us a call on 1-800-324-843, 1-800-FAITH-FM. Anyway, stick around. We've got more great content coming up on The Breakfast Show just after this. Oh